How much should you tip? Less is more. No, less is not more. <laughs> My intro? Yeah. Be, be a lot cooler if you did. Welcome in to Dad <laughs> Sumer. We're back again for another episode. Episode 10! Yes. Three dads talking about life and everything we consume in the 21st I don't century. Even want to say 10 in a sketchy like basement. Is it sketchy? It was a little sketchy. Dad Sumer, spelled phonetically D A D S O O M E R. No, I'm not. Let's start the show. Let's do this. All right, dads, we're going to start this episode the way we start every episode with what are you consuming? Bernie, what you got? So I am a sucker for nostalgia, and I have recently been consuming on the Peacock Network. the What's new. That? It's an NBC streaming network. Is it got a subscription? There is a cost associated with it if you want the upgraded account. But if you just want the free account, you can watch a lot of it. But if you want The Office and the new Saved by the Bell, I think it's, what, $3.99, $4.99 a month, something like that? Yes. And how are you watching it, Bert? I'm actually borrowing Josh's subscription. You're welcome. What? (laughs) I got to get that. But anyway, so what I'm – Let me get that login. What what I'm consuming (laughs) right now – thanks, Josh – is the new Saved by the Bell. I couldn't oh, get, just die. I couldn't get halfway through the first episode. Oh my gosh! And I, I loved the old show I, when I, it was. I grew up on that show. It, I did too. Is it and all the same terrible. people? Mark in the first, in like only Gossler? the first episode, I think. No, right? no. Let me let me set the scene. So it takes place in Bayside, um, and I hope so. I've, you know, it, it's current day. They all still live and there. Jesse Jesse Spano is the counselor. She got out for striptease. Went to Vegas. She's the counselor now. A.C. Slater is the gym coach. Belding's not there. They have a new principal. I, I don't know who he is. Um, you pro- Josh probably knows who he is. Um, and then Zach Morris is the governor, of, governor California. of California. He's married to Kelly Kapowski. Of course he is. Um, they don't actually show up in the show until episode eight, but they have a son who goes to Bayside, and his name is Mac Morris. Do you think that they – Oh, after the Mac, that's cool. Do you think that they uh, just polled the fans and said, what would you like to see? And they're like, Governor, everyone still lives in the same town and works there? I mean, like, I guarantee this was not – didn't but, take any writing. But, or but I got to tell you this. Um, it's a very woke uh, Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah. For, and what I mean by that is there's a transgender, gen, transgender student, but uh, A.C. Slater – is the gym coach, and Jesse Spano has a son who is in the opening episode, the quarterback of the football team. I don't want to spoil anything after that. Dude, you could spoil the crap out of it because there's yeah. no way I'm watching. Okay, this show. all right, so I'll spoil it. Um, of course, he's more. Look at the size of that sausage. They, they. Uh, <laughs> it, it, in talking about woke, um, it ends up where there's a a, one, uh, a female who joins Mom, the football team, and she becomes the the quarterback of the team. Um, and then they have this girl Daisy who has bust in from an, girl in, quarterback? an inner city. Yeah, a girl quarterback. Mm-hmm. Daisy is bust in from an inner city school, and she does the whole Zach Morris timeout thing where she'll talk directly oh, to the. Does she have a huge phone? She does. She has Zach's old phone. Everybody wow. else has a normal phone, but she has Zach's old phone. That's great. Which is pretty funny. So and, there's some funny parts, but yeah, it sounds terrible. No, I, I, I love it. it. If you awful. if you were to be like, hey, we're gonna do a really good job, but we want to bring this back, I'd be like, no. No one's going to like that. I, I, I'm loving it, and they've already renewed it for two more seasons. 
Did you have terrible what? pizza? I love uh, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, but you Gr- like the shakaroni and you already like that new pizza too. Like you're already <laughs> hey, trying that, to talk we'll, about it. We'll get into that. <laughs> but Pizza's not a food. Uh, what? Joey doesn't share food. The principal is John Michael Higgins. Yeah, what, but what is that? he from? Pitch Perfect. He's been, he's a comedic actor. He's hysterical. I love Pitch Perfect. The he's one of the judge or one of the announcers. Oh, uh, that guy's so funny. Yeah. He died. He just died. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No. What? Wait, wait. The announcer with the with the girl from um, Oh and Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Yes. That was Elizabeth. There's yeah. there's a very brief cameo by Lisa as well. The guy that's next to Elizabeth Banks. Yes. He's hilarious. He is just hilarious. <laughs> there was but that's one... not who died. You're thinking of another somebody else that looks a lot like looks him. Looks a lot like him and also is like those those. He played uh, Phil those... Phil Dumphy's dad on Modern Family. Whoa. Um, anyway, all I'd say is it's very campy, but if if you're big into nostalgia like I am, it it, it struck a nerve. And growing up, you know, I, I was pretty much raised by Saved by the Bell and Baywatch, so I, I love it. I can get on board with that. All right. Uh, the Baywatch, right. not say by the way. Were you and I going to do the same consuming? I don't know. What is yours? Well, I wrote down two. Um, is that one of them? Yes. Well, I'm not going to do it. I have different feelings than you about it. We could just debate it. All right. I'll go ahead and start so far. Well, how many episodes are you in? I think I fell can asleep. Can you tell after 15 the minutes. listeners what we're okay. talking about? So, we're, the thing that I'm consuming is WandaVision, which Ditto. is Disney Plus, right? Disney Plus Marvel show. And seen every Marvel movie. Amazing. Know a lot about the it's MCU. Amazing. Super fan. Kind of dumb. Can it's you, not can dumb. You, can okay. you explain it to me? Because it yeah, looks yeah. like a robot or something. You. So you have to know everything about Marvel. You had to have seen Iron Man. You had to have seen all the movies. All the Avengers. Avengers. I haven't seen all any of the movies. Well, so then, then you can't watch it. You can't you talk to us completely about it right now. You won't even know. This movie doesn't make sense with those movies. Josh has already explained to me, and he'll do it again in a minute, the background so that you can get caught up on it. But it's like, the start off, it's a black and white movie, and the guy that just died in one of the movies is in it and alive and well. And you, I don't know all this other weird backstory that's coming. And, and, it, it, and it's odd. It's almost like set in the 50s. And it's like, well, I want to do this today, and I'm going to go. And they all talk kind of funny. And it's like, it's kind of stupid. It's There's a, a laugh track, and it's like, come on, sad face. Is it like the Twilight Zone? What is it? Okay, so that's not far off. So, it is absolutely amazing. Because what it is, is there is a reality. to be amazing. No, no, it's already, you haven't caught up yet. It's already amazing. I'm through episode four. I am dying for tomorrow's episode to come out. So, it takes place in this place called Westview, New Jersey. And no one outside of Westview remembers Westview exists. And Wanda, who is an Avenger, Scarlet Witch, and Vision, who is also an Avenger, but is dead, was an Avenger, uh, are living this life as a, they start out as a 50s sitcom. Episode two goes into 60s, then the 70s. Like, so what it is, is it is this reality that Wanda is creating to cope with her, uh, her uh, uh, grief. strong grief. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. To cope with her grief of Vision dying. So she Vision is not really there. Right. She is projecting Vision and creating But you him. knew all that before you started it, right? You read it somewhere that that was going to be the premise? Because he's dead. Like, that. that's the yeah. only way it can... Like, they haven't explained all sure, of I'm that. I'm just confused when I watch it. I'm like, I thought he was dead. I didn't, know that, I didn't know that it was in her And they even lean toward, like, they even hint towards that in Rest the show. Um, yeah. 
but it's absolutely amazing. And I mean, for that, it just sounds like it, even that. I'm sure it will get good, but it just it's a spinoff of a spinoff of a spinoff in your head. You know, like it's just like, come on, guys. Yeah, but okay. So now that they've gotten see episode four, kind of explains everything a little bit. So you need to power through and watch one, two, three, and four, which they're only thirty minutes a piece. You can it I mean, take two hours. And when we talked about the Disney Plus subscription, I was really excited about this. When I watched the first episode, maybe I was tired and watched it at night, but I was kind of like, mm, this is kind of weird. Like they're fr- it is friend, weird. the neighbor, and she's been in a bunch of stuff, you know, that kind of pops yeah. over. I remember I've only seen the first episode, but it was just... she's not exactly what you'd think. They haven't explained to her explained what she is yet, Agnes, yeah. but Agnes. there is theories online that she is this huge character in the Marvel universe. That um, it's probably Loki. Everybody's freaking Loki. No, <laughs> uh, it's not Loki. She's actually a witch that was alive during the Scarlet Witch trials. Um, we can so, circle back once I'm caught up. Yeah. And it'll watch, normally I'm on board with weird stuff like this, you know. But. Watch through episode four and you'll be hooked. I promise you. Okay. All right. So what's your other? Hey, what do you got, Darren? Oh, this is really stupid. You guys know that I like to talk about stupid stuff. That's on brand for you. I guarantee. Yeah. yeah, totally. It's my cup of tea. I guarantee that the two of you have not heard of this show. It's called The Mick. Oh, I've heard it was of on it. Fox, right? Yeah. Really? You've heard of it? Yeah. Okay. I never it's, watched it. It's no, really funny. It. It's even dumber than it is funny. Um, dumber than Letterkenny? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because because we've been talking about Letterkenny, it's been showing up in my my Good. Facebook thing. Turn your mic on. Letterkenny and, and Josh's phone. Yeah. It like some of the scenes I actually laughed out loud. So I, I may <laughs> oh, actually wow. start watching this. That yeah. took okay, a turn. So, the Mick. You know I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. It's like one of my favorite – Just it's a, it's a weird, dark, twisted comedy. It's like these people are miserable. They're pathetic. Like that's what gets me into stuff. I'm like this is so much better than my life. I can get behind this. And the Mick is the main uh, – the only woman in um, – in, Always Sunny. Uh, Always Sunny. I forget her name. But she's married to the guy who created and started It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. His, yeah. Uh, Rob McElhenney. Her name is Kate uh, Olson, like the Olson twins, <laughs> but she's not one. So Kate Olson, she she's a loser. She's like a drug addict, alcoholic, broke, doesn't have a job, can't keep a job, loser. And she's like got her loser even worse off than her, if you can imagine, boyfriend, driving her out to this party in the Hamptons in New York. And it's her sister's house, her sister's house, sister's big, rich life. And she gets to the party, and they're like, what are you doing here? You're a loser. All the kids are like, they spit on her. They're like, you're a, you're a, you're a loser. What, what the hell are you doing here? And while they're there at the party, the parents of the kids get arrested for, like, fraud and embezzlement and a bunch wow. of stuff. And she's left taking care of these kids that are, like, rich, privileged that, you know, don't don't want anything to do with her, think she's a loser. We can't let this loser watch us, you know, and, uh, and like, antics ensue. So it, this takes place in the Hamptons then? Uh, yeah, the one house is in the Hamptons, and then she lives back in New York, and she leaves them for a moment. It kind of sounds like so a, a modern-day spin, how you presented it, of Uncle Buck. Yeah, it's very similar to that. But, like, yeah, they're in jail for 10 years, though. <laughs> like, they're not coming back from vacation, right? All you have is Aunt the Mick or whatever her name is, right? How many so seasons are there? I don't know, but I've watched, like, it's something that, like, the, the main, I like stories like this. The main storyline doesn't change, but you can miss an episode and not miss a beat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're all, like, Are they 20-minute episodes? Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. question. Yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, 23, whatever, with commercials. But it's on Hulu, and uh, it's just funny. You should totally give it a try, because it's like, remember, 
I need mindless stuff in between my my reading or having Matthew McConaughey's book to read, read to me. I need mindless things to like, take my mind off of it. I come down to the basement and I turn that on, and Meg comes down. And she's like, "You coming to bed soon?" And she's like, "What's this? This is hilarious!" You know, like it's just out of watches it. So two seasons. It's okay. It's a great show, and, and I think you're right. It was new on FX or whatever, and now I, I mean, Hulu gets some new stuff. Even with my, I love Hulu. My cheap subscription. I hate the ads on Hulu. I could talk about that for a, that's a whole other section. That's why I have the subscription. You know, you subscription can pay where you can pay to not have the. That's ads. not worth it to me. It's totally worth it. Yeah, worth the ads every are penny. So, you know, especially ad, because you, you you've had YouTube TV ads pop up on YouTube TV. But but they might just put the ESPN logo on for 15 seconds, right? right? It's not a big yes, deal. Correct. Ads for Hulu, it'll play the same advertisement for a minute and a half, three 30-second spots yeah. of the same you're Tylenol right. commercial. Start, start number, you're just yeah. like, what? Awful. We just yeah, watched and, and this. Sometimes I get served get ads. I, recently, I got served an ad for a Toyota dealership in Minnesota. I'm like, what? what is this? I do like that Hulu, the only thing I like. Is that it will let you pick the premise of the ads half the time? Yes. So when I'm watching Letterkenny, great show, it'll pop up like, "Would you like to hear um, who's that little funny comedian uh, who's like out of it doesn't matter?" It'll be like, "Do you want him to read your ad, or do you want to learn about this other thing?" And I'm like, "Well, eh, listen to this guy." You know, like it's it's really. I mean, I like the idea. So of, with your your Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus package, yep. you still have ads. Yeah, that's a nightmare. I would because you're already paying. You're paying for it, so yeah. But the non adless version is like thirty. Bucks. See, I'm not, I'm not like fifteen. I'm not upset yeah, with getting fine. ads with my Hulu because I did the Black Friday sale where I pay one ninety nine a month for my Hulu. To, to me, to me, it's like I know the ad free. Right, you feel the freedom. To me, it's like mine's five. Yours is fifteen a month, right? So mine's mine's sixty. Yours is a hundred and fifty a year, right? More than more than almost three times, two and a half times more than what I'm paying, and that to me is like, you Hulu, you know, like I I can pull my phone up and play with it while the ads. That's playing. what I do. Like you're not gonna get ninety more dollars out of me, you know, for a minute and a half of three of the exact same commercial played on loop. Like I, I guess I just feel like it's more of like a screw them for doing it, but I'm not gonna fall victim to that in my opinion, you know, fall victim to it and pay an extra $90 a year when I can just do something else for a minute. For me, it's a time thing. So for a 20, like for a 30 minute show, it's 22 minutes versus sure. for you, it's 30 minutes. So I could watch two episodes. I only That's watch well TV said, Josh. I only watch shows at night. I only care about things that I'm going to consume <laughs> really for me at night. And it's like, I'm going to bed anyway. And it's like my time. I understand what you're saying. And like during the day, if I was like, Taking a break and catching up on a couple episodes or something like like ah, I, need, I need to get through this and you know the no but I think that's that's well said Josh but I've actually come to embrace the commercials because kind of what echo what Darren was saying I use the commercials as a time for me to get up go to the bathroom be on my phone to be distracted so that when it's over I can be focused exactly on the show it's interesting though I mean I also hate them so you know I, I started this discussion by saying how much I hate them it's because in one in one 23 minute episode there's four breaks it's crazy yeah and there are minutes but what I love minutes. about the models now with YouTube TV or Hulu is it'll it'll count down for you yeah so you know how much time like you have yeah all right all right, all right it's time for a segment we like to call let's have a dadversation I'm listening. All right. So this is a question that I've been rolling around in my head for some time, and I feel like this is a place to speak about it and, and be open and honest. Dads, 
How much should you tip? Less is more. No, less is not more. <laughs> I don't feel like you can have this have a strong opinion on this unless you've waited tables. I've waited tables. Okay. I've so I have I have not waited tables, but I've worked in the food industry. Does that count? Yes. No. Unless you have physically waited on oh, something. Come on. You can't like okay. You, so you're saying like unless unless I've been tipped a dollar on a hundred dollars because I have. Yes. One dollar. And I was like, really just leave nothing. Like I <laughs> yeah. actually I crumpled the money up and threw it at him. <laughs> no, yes. I think at a minimum you tip twenty percent. Yeah. Oh wow! I tip twenty percent for on takeout service. Orders. Oh really? Yes. I, I tip ten percent on takeout. That orders. was actually a question I was going to have right? on well, takeout. How much do you tip? Yeah, back up. We had to back up. Talk about situations. <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's really? just start with the basics. You're saying twenty percent. I always there's talk. a lot of takeout in this world, so let's just start with takeouts. Yeah. Or you, you want to start with baseline? No, I want to start with baseline sitting tipping. In, it, sitting in a restaurant, you order. How much do you tip? I I, I start mean, at fifteen. I probably start at twenty. Whatever the dollars are, like, and I got five. We just went tonight to Hooligans. Haven't been out in a while. Went to Hooligans, and it was sixty bucks. I see the six, and I go twelve bucks. It yeah. was actually sixty-seven. So I gave thirty. And a, a thing for me is like, if it's <clears throat> ninety-two cents, whatever I'm gonna tip, I have to add an additional eight cents because I want it to be an even. Oh, I don't do that anymore. I, I have to do that. I All like right. my roundup in Wells Fargo. No, I want it to be a round number. I guess <laughs> I don't know. That's back to tipping. That's a thing for me. Is everything you buy a round number? No, but it frustrates then why me. Why it doesn't matter? Like, so whenever they're like in a store, they're like, you want to round up and you have the money to charge? There's nothing like, better yeah, than when I'm in the grocery store or wherever and it's like, it's an even $5. That feels so clean to me. It feels good. Ugh. Yeah. It never happens to me. But, okay, so back I agree to with 20%, but I, I do it for sitting down. That's where it starts. I, I've given as much as 50%, but it was it was world class. I've Best given, service I've ever had. I've given 200%. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've done that before too, but it's where, rare. Yeah. So – I used to do this thing on my mom's birthday um, where I would go to a restaurant and tip a fairly large amount uh, just to kind of celebrate my mom. She was always very giving. And so uh, I would do that. And there's a thing on uh, social right now called hashtag tip the the bill. And basically you tip exactly what the bill is. Right. And I've done that before, you know, around the holidays, we'll tip more, especially if we get really good service. Uh, I will go above and beyond as far as tip goes when it's really good service because I know it's hard out there. I mean, I've waited tables for 10 years in, in college and high school, and it's a nightmare. What about, what about outside of restaurants? Like we gave all of our garbage guys a tip this year. We gave each of them 20 bucks. Yeah, we didn't do that. Well, well if we're going to go outside of normal tipping, I did have a question. Like how much do you tip a valet? Two bucks. Two to five. Yeah. Depends on the restaurant. Depends on where my car is. If it comes back fast, because like, they left it near something, I'll give them five. And if it comes back, I'm like, mm, where you at, dude? Yeah, and I, I usually do two bucks. Five lots over. Yeah. Who has it's... two bucks though? I've also had no cash, and I'm like, can I have money, bro? And I have. <laughs> <laughs> if you were, if you were a valet, it'd be awesome if you had like a little card you could just give them with your Venmo. That was, he held up his phone with a barcode when I said that. I was like, oh, okay. You're oh, ready. Nice. He's ready already. <laughs> now, now, what, now, what about – let's talk about takeout because – I'm different than Josh on this for sure. I I, I feel like they didn't do squat. Now, I, I call and I, I call – I just did this the other day, like three days ago, Buffalo Wild Wings, the new one by, by North Point. And the guy called and like said what to me three times. I'm kind of like – I've said my order two or three times now. And then he repeated it back to me incorrectly. I was like – no, I wanted this and not that. Why didn't you just this. order it on the right. mobile app? Because I'm driving. Oh, okay. 
Now, I will say. When I got there, he looked at me like, that's that dude that I messed up his stuff. So I gave him 10%. When I could have done nothing. I, I've also done nothing when like, he went to the back and got the order and then handed it to me. Yeah. You know, but I, I gave him I, I'm not going to lie. I've not tipped on a takeout order before. Is that wrong? No. I mean, it, it's it's not wrong because typically the to-go person is making more per hour yeah. than just a regular. In this day and age, though, I do feel like less people are going into the restaurants. So they've shifted waiters and waitresses into more to-go. Yeah. And food runners. You think about even like. Chick Fil A people running out. I tried to tip them, and they wouldn't take it. You know? Yeah, they don't. They can't. But like, I feel bad. They're so out. <laughs> with the to go, it depends on if they go above and beyond. If she sits there, or she or he sits there and walks through and is like, "Okay, here's this. Here's this. Here's this. Yeah, I got this extra thing that I put in here for you. I made yeah. sure you had plenty Confirms of silverware. Right? Like, if yeah. they go through that, that's that, that's, then, then that's, that's, that's like twenty. That's twenty percent. I agree. If if it's like here. Then that's a different story. I'll that's do true. I'll do ten percent or five or whatever. I, I think that the first explanation there rarely happens to me, but if it does, I would be like, oh, okay, you're really yeah, awesome. that's, yeah, that's nice. I'll give it so to it's you. <laughs> it, it, it's all about the service I get is, but I start at twenty percent because yeah. even for terrible service, I will give twenty percent, and 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 unless. It's really awful. Then I'll complain and get a free meal, and I'm really good at that. Um, but you know, not to toot my own horn. So my favorite thing to do, though, and I I haven't done this in probably 20 years, is the water trick. Do you remember this? Did we what? ever do this when I we were in high school? Uh, on the table. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. So you take a beverage napkin. You are before you leave. You order a glass of water with no ice. You take a dollar and put it in the cup when it comes out and then you take a beverage napkin and put it on top then you flip it over on the table and you tear away the edges of the napkin okay so the only way to get the water or to get the money or anything is you have to pick it up and the water goes all over the table oh, You've never man. two person i haven't but <laughs> I know you're I've always wanted person. to. Never I've seen it. Though. I talk a big game, but yeah, yeah I've you never could done never that. Never do that to Yeah, people. I know. Especially if not. you did, that would be on one of your. I think it'd be better tips. if yeah. you, if you had a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe I'll do it one time with a hundred dollar bill. Just try to figure yeah. that out. They're like slide their hand over there. Well, so I I we had it done when I worked at Buffalo's, and we had those baskets. Who did that? To and you? some some stupid kids. Uh, it wasn't me. It was another server um, and took one of the baskets and brought the cup off into a basket. And so it caught it all. Oh. And that was, that was it. But that's, that's yeah. smart. Or another cup or slide another cup underneath. Yeah. You can do that too. <laughs> yeah. So is there anyone else you should be tipping? Do you have any other like FU tips to give us, to give the dads out there to do to waiters that to do them wrong? No, well, uh, so um, every time I used to leave Logan's, I would always dump my peanuts out on the floor. Wait, no, I, 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 I do that. have a question. What about when you go to those bathrooms where there's a, a bathroom attendant? Are you tipping that person? Uh, if he Ooh. helps me, yeah, typically a dollar. I actually tip him even if they don't. Yeah. I mean, do, I mean, that's a, a sad job. Yeah, yeah, really. Have to sit in a bathroom all day? Are you kidding me? Do you ever want to, like, mess with them? Like, you're, you're you know, you come in the bathroom and just start kind of farting and making like, oh, well, hey, I, hey, man, can you come in here? Like, actually, I, I can I, use another I need an assist. I can use another I got to be honest, it makes me uncomfortable because I'm, I'm yeah. a big believer in, like, stall etiquette and that yeah. you don't stand next to anyone else. You don't oh, yeah. talk to anyone They're else. Like, and, and they're just trying to get in, in, in your face. They want to give you mouthwash. I'm like, I, I I need to be left alone. I think I've I've had a bathroom attendant like twice in my life. 
The funny thing is, whenever I used to go to shows at Center Stage, there was always a bathroom attendant in there. And probably I'm like, to make sure people don't do what they shouldn't be doing in there. Okay. But yeah. I remember that guy actually. I, I he's like an older. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> do, you, do you tip a flight attendant? No. I have before. Really? Yeah. Well, like, okay, so if you get a drink first, or something, first, first class. class. I ordered two. I ordered two double Woodford and Reserves for me and a friend. Uh, I say friend, not not coworker, because we weren't on a business trip. And 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 then the flight attendant gave us two double doubles. Like like she's like, you guys got two doubles, right? And then sent down four for each of us. And I was like, ten dollars for you. Yeah. <laughs> so it has to be something that I'm getting. Yeah, that I should. <laughs> you know who I do tip? My proctologist. No, I'm just kidding. That's a line from the office. <laughs> just the tip. Yeah. <clears throat> We've done enough on that topic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, just in case you guys were wondering, dads, when to tip, when not to tip, you know, we have all the good tips for you. All right, dads. New. Segment we like to call gadget proselytization. <laughs> so, for the uh, uncultured in the room, proselytization means prostitute. Proselytization. So, no. Working. Um, so, basically, it's the thought that you try to get other people to do something or to buy something. Or, so it's like motivation. Basically, like you provide facts for them to to them make a decision on something um, in this case gadgets in this case gadgets i love gadgets gadgets are the best so i as you know i am a huge proponent of gadgets i have all of them is that like um, what the mall store brookstone was all about yeah yeah, yeah. Like, that's a that's a it was like really cheap gadgets that they tried to make look high-end yeah but they weren't no not at all and, <clears> and not it was like and, dollar if the dollar store had a gadget only store exactly so <laughs> I recently purchased a new gadget um, called a Remarkable Tablet. It's actually sitting right here in front of me. People on the radio can't see. Um, but it, it is it looks a... looks like an iPad case. It, it is, does. basically. So it is... So it's it's a what's called an e-ink tablet. E-ink? E-ink. So like, you know, your Kindles and stuff like that that have the, the e-ink. It's like that, but you can write on it. it um, cool. Can so, you pick which color ink you want? No, it's all black and white. Okay, because I'm a blue ink guy. That's why I was asking. <laughs> Does it really matter? No. Well, when I work in real estate, I like the idea of taking the, notes. The contracts. So to be for me, I bought that rocket book. Well, I think on your suggestion, yeah. or somebody, some, I mean, Ben, one of my buddies, Ben, told me to get that rocket book. But I used to take notes on the rocket book, take a picture with my phone with the had like a little QR code at the bottom, and it would it would OCR the notes and yeah. it would throw them all in a PDF. And then it would. Um, what is an OCR? Optical character recognition, just yep, like okay. make my crappy U an actual U, right? And it would transpose those notes. And then I can just take a little whiteboard washcloth and wipe off my yeah. notepad. So I like the idea, but this is a this is a digital thing, like an iPad. This yeah. is like a piece of electronic. Yeah, and so. it's it's awesome. So I have uh, I have eight direct reports. So I have one on ones I do with them every week. I have an hour long meeting with each of them every week. So wow. I go through and I write down all of my notes 
for that meeting. And then I can email it to myself and put it in my Evernote, which Evernote OCR is it for you. So yeah. it's, everything becomes searchable within Evernote. So that's if cool. I ever I want like to that. go back to. Yeah. That, that's to, why you want OCR. Right. Searching. So if I ever want to go back to a conversation with a particular person, I just I search their name and it pops <clears> up <throat> and, and all of that stuff. So Josh, so, is this a subscription for no, the Remarkable? It's there's no one no, time. One time. How much is it? How much? Uh, it's three fifty for the tablet. Wow. Uh, which for tablets it's not that's more bad. than an iPad. Yeah. Well, no. The new iPad is two ninety nine. Yeah. But with the iPad, you can watch TV shows, but what, not the pen. Can, you can, you can, can pen's hundred bucks. This is yeah, the pen's hundred bucks. So this is only for writing. You can't. Okay. There's no apps. There's no like this. Basic. All this basically does is is it replaces a notebook. Yeah. And, and it's it, thinner. It, it's yeah. It's a three hundred fifty dollar notebook, but you never have to buy paper. Never have to buy paper. A, you never have to buy. You have to charge it. It does, but it has like a, a ten day battery. So it's, is the stylus included? Yes. Okay. Well, cool. Yes. I like it. What's it called again? Remarkable. Yeah, it's pretty this cool. Is, this is the Remarkable Two, uh, and they're selling faster than they can make them. So you typically have to wait if you want one. That's cool. Um, is it in but it's, where did you get it? From Remarkable, uh, that's the name of the company. Uh, so yeah, you just go to remarkable.com and and order it there, and it it typically will take four to six weeks for it to come. What if then, you hate your handwriting and the chicken? Scratch? It has the capability where you can write it and it'll transpose it if you want it. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. So other than you know for work, what else are you using it for? So you can also load books on it. Okay. So like oh, Kindle yeah. books or anything like that any that you want to do. No, I don't have any. Because okay. I, I have a Kindle. Because it looks like that Kindle Paperwhite. It like is. The, it's the, the exact the same. It's the same ink type screen. Is everything. that as bright as it gets? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I mean, you're looking at it. So if you look at it straight on, it's a little. I just meant like if I'm in bed and you said I could read on it. Could yeah, it it's not backlit like the. That's the what I'm, pull up some of your notes. Let's see how legible and how like. Yeah, like, that looks pretty good. Yeah. So oh, like, look at that. See how it enhanced it too? Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. And so there are templates and stuff that you can you can have preloaded, like the Cornell uh, notes style where it has it's broken down into sections and stuff, um, which is how I break down my notes anyway. Um, it's already preloaded on there. And so, yeah. So you I can, can do just, your smart goals on there. Right, exactly. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's not cheap, but it is – like for someone like me who uses it all the time, it's worth it. It seems cool because I like how thin it is. To Darren's point, you're not carrying around a hefty notebook. Right. Yeah, it looks thinner there. And all of my notes are loaded on here. I can. And I would imagine if you lose your stylus, you can get another one. You can. You do have to replace the tips, um, but they send you like 12 tips, I think. Um, and I haven't had to re replace one yet, and I've had it for how long? Two you, weeks. Yeah. How long? Okay. Um, and so it's. But it's it's I really like it. Again, it's kind of it's it's a luxury item for sure. It is and by no means a you know a necessity. But uh, it's a nice to have. It is a no, nice it has yeah, to have. Yeah, I exactly. see that as being like something that I would try to guilt my boss into buying me for work. Yeah, you could totally do that. Well, yeah. Like something that uh, actually Bernie and I were talking about before um, before you got here, but it's very applicable to you, Josh, because you know. Josh and I have worked together in the past, and we worked for a bunch of different software companies. And I was telling Bernie, like, software does 
some of the softwares we used to sell and work with do a thousand things, a thousand different things. But what's important to the customer is like the use case. Mm -hmm. They might buy a software for one or three use cases. And if you're trying to sell them use case five, six, and seven that they don't care about, right? They're not going to keep that product where they're going to buy it and then not use it and it sits on the shelf, right? Yep. And we're trying to figure out like what are some of the main use cases for that. And I like the idea of taking notes live. I like the idea of being able to integrate it with you know, Evernote, I would use that. I like that and it's searchable. Searchable. That's OCR. a big thing for me. And then you can even read books on it. And there's like a there's there's a business and a leisure use case for it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I feel like, you know, we're talking about wasting, you know, buying something that's a waste. Uh, even back to the to the green egg discussion is, you know, I feel like how often are you going to use it, right? You didn't use your old smoker. So I always try to think about use cases when I think about gadgets. Wait, but to that point, and maybe I missed when you said it, um, do you have to charge that at night or what does that look like? So it's got like a 10 day battery. Like I've used it for probably a week and a half every day and I'm at 48%. Okay. So it's, I mean, like your Kindle lasts months. So you you can take that on like a guy's weekend and you probably wouldn't have to charge it. Right. Or if I, if I was a journaler, which I'm not really a journaler, I can create a notebook and just keep all of my journals in that. That's cool. I like and, that. and it's, it's all there. It's searchable. It's, you know, all of that stuff. So if I ever want to go back for tracking your goals or your yeah. habits and stuff, it's perfect for that. And it has all of these different uh, templates that you can use, um, which are really cool. Uh, that you can does it have a hard drive like of storage. It, it does. It, it has a, a, a substantial amount of storage. How did you find? Yeah, that's a great question. What happens if you run? Are you paying for a certain amount of storage? Mm-hmm. No, because you can offload it whenever you want to and send it to something else. Got it. And, and all the times Josh just likes to sit there and doodle, he can just delete those. He yeah. doesn't have to keep. Yeah, them. exactly. <laughs> um, and so Tony it. Chimpo. It. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's. And, and you can do a week planner. There's there's all sorts of templates and stuff on here that is really cool. I've I've seen some videos online of uh, like artists that use it to draw and stuff like that. It's it's not for for most of them. They say it's not perfect for that. But if it's you know just something that you're doodling on, it's it's fine. How did you um, find it? I don't know actually. It just uh, it popped up in my. I'd found it at some point and then it just popped up in my Facebook things they know you so they do i I see i love the the ads so but anyway so that's my my gadget we we love that you love the ads bernie you got any fun gadgets so i'm really big right now we got for christmas an air fryer and we use it every day i feel like every day we reheat leftovers yeah i mean really you crisp stuff up you want something crispy I mean, I, I've been doing. Right. We, we've been doing homemade sweet potato fries about every other night. We've, nice. I've made Brussels sprouts probably every other night. I want to uh, try Brussels sprouts. Egg rolls, uh, just regular French fries. I do um, wings in mine all the time. Ch- chicken nuggets. Um, nugs. I'm, yeah, nugs. I mean, I, I'm in love with the air fryer because one, it it's fast, but it doesn't feel. Like when you put something in the microwave, it's gonna get hot, but it's it's not it's gonna squishy. be squishy. Yeah, it's not yeah. gonna be to the consistency that you want. Yeah. Whereas in the air fryer, like hot and crispy. It, it's hot and crispy, and it's not greasy, which it yeah. is a nice thing. Yeah, I love the air fryer. Katie has a attachment for her Instapot that's an air fryer, yeah. and it can only do like five things. Like you can put like five little things in there. That's about it. So I I like the air fryer. Yeah aspect i just I, need I, it to be better i will say though that one. like we have a i mean we, you know i have a 
family of five, it's it's really big. And the biggest challenge that we have is finding a place to to put it that's not out on the counter because yeah. it, it's it's bulky. Yeah. But I mean, and I'm in love with it so far. We've only had it, you know, a little bit, but we use it every night. Yeah, it was funny. It's actually one of our neighbors that was talking about talking talking me into it, and I bought one like eight months ago, and I love it. Use it all the time. Uh, well, along the lines of cooking, but you know, one of your uh, use cases for your air fryer was how fast it was. This is not a fast item. <laughs> okay, I recently uh, fell in love with the old sous vide cooking. Um, and it is not boiling. You have to, you so have to fancy. You really, you have to really understand it. You're so fancy. Well, you know, it's funny that, that, um, I only paid 40 bucks for this thing. It was, I was looking at very expensive ones and they were like over a hundred dollars. And then I was looking at one called my first sous vide. I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> this is a baby's it's first like a baby, foray baby into sous vide. And, uh, and it was really, it was one of my, one of my bourbon buddies who, um, you know, gave me the idea, but he went to Costco and bought like you know, a whole USDA prime New York strip roast and then cut off steaks. And I was like, I want to do that. So I went up there on a Monday when they only put like five out and bought one, cut them up and put them in the sous vide bags. I got a little thing to suck the air out, you know, and I had them all in the freezer. And when I put them in there, I put seasoning and like some rosemary and stuff on them. And I was going to try it. It doesn't matter if it's frozen or not frozen. You just put this thing, uh, it takes the sous vide to probably like seven, seven to 10 minutes to get going. But I have like a little, have a container like a food safe container filled with water and put the sous vide in there and it just it, it sucks water and heats it up spits it out right so it's constantly moving and it's supposed to be a great way to cook i mean it, it's amazing that it you know you could you could basically cook something for 24 hours and it wouldn't it, it would never overcook itself right. because yeah. you don't allow it to so it's you like self-regulate yeah so I, you said the temperature and like i like my steaks honestly a little bit between medium rare and medium and for me it's 131 degrees it's crazy i didn't know that until having the option right that's awesome but but let me tell you when i sous vide the steak at 131 it sits at 131 for as long as i want if it's frozen it needs an extra half hour so i might do an hour and a half right but if you really want it it takes an hour to sous vide a thawed steak and then do you sear it when you take it out or yeah you, okay so first thing let's let's get it cooked right so when it's 131 I, I take it out open the bag pull the steak out and i'll get like a cast iron pan mm. on the on the uh, on the oven and uh, put some like ghee or butter in there you know something like wow ghee that's fancy yeah clarified butter and uh and I'll, and I'll get it pretty hot and then sear it for like 30 seconds on each side when you cut into the meat 90 percent of the meat all the way across, consistently cooked at the exact temperature that you wanted. That's awesome. And I was like, there's so many That's times, cool. there's That's so really many cool. times that I cooked on the egg. I love the egg, but I, I catch a hot spot or I know how to touch it and I got thermometers to check it, right? And I, and I can get the middle to that temp that I want, but then the outsides might be a little burned or someone's steak is inconsistent. This sous vide thing consistently cooks it and it's like, awesome. it's hard. It's hard my, to go back to the egg and not do everything like this. <laughs> my cousin's a chef, and he he that's how he cooks his yeah. his uh, steaks. And it's well, changed. Yeah, my life has changed for steaks now. It's next level. No, it really is, uh, because not only the longer you do it. Uh, if you do something like a ribeye or something with a little more fat, the more that it just breaks down the connective tissue and it is like the most tender thing. It made a New York strip that's traditionally like great flavor, a little bit tougher than a ribeye yeah. or filet. But a New York strip was like fall apart butter. 
You know, have so. you done the eggs? Because that's where I first heard about sous vide is Starbucks's sous vide egg bites. Yeah, so I I love the sous vide egg bites, but I ha I don't have a little container to make the mold to yeah. make the eggs. But that's next on my list. Uh, I did heat up some leftovers though, and it, and it was awesome. Like I I set the thing to 120 degrees. And, uh, and I had like a Ziploc bag and I put, that, when I smoked that brisket, I didn't want to put it in the microwave because I thought it would dry it out. So I put the brisket in a bag and put it in the sous vide and just, we were doing some other stuff I knew we were going to eat later and heated up this brisket. And it was so, it was just like coming off the grill. It was like moist and tender. Awesome. So it's really, there's really interesting use cases for that thing too. And I, Meg was like, we're not boiling our meat. We're not doing this. You know? <laughs> and the, the last thing I'll say about it that is fascinating to me is the chicken. The USDA has a lot of rules about how to cook chicken. So everyone is like 165 degrees for poultry. And that's because of, you know, that's sour. what it's at to kill everything. Well, yes and no. Like if you're grilling it or baking it, yes, it needs to be that way. When you sous vide, the, the temperature to kill everything since it's sitting in the boiling water for longer than 10 minutes is, is the FDA rule. You can cook chicken at a lower temperature and you might be like, that's gross. No, it's not. I cook my chicken at 145, 20 degrees lower, and it's the juiciest, most tender chicken. Wow. You push it and like, I feel like juice is coming out. Me on it's, that. Very, yeah. it, it's very interesting. I didn't know that. And, I, and I'm reading like sous vide articles about how to do it right. And it's like when you cook it on the grill, you have to. You should do 160 to 165 just to make sure that there's no salmonella present. When you boil it and it's sitting in boiling water, water boils at 100 or whatever. I'm trying to cook my meat to, you know, or the boiling point is 212, right? water but i'm trying to cook my meat to you know a medium rare or to so some temperature um but chicken you can do at a lower temp and at first i was nervous i tried it at one, 155 10 less and it was great and then i, I pushed the envelope and went to 145 wow. so, hmm. interesting yeah that's, that's cool. my gadget and it was 40 bucks i mean they have them for 150 and 100 dollars, but you can find a 40 dollars sous vide all day hmm. all right this concludes another episode of dad sumer thank you for joining us remember to Follow us, like us. Tenth episode. No, no, that's that's the that's, that's the, the intro. intro. Okay. Yeah, totally worked. Yeah. Remember to follow us on all of our socials. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. No Re TikTok. Not yet. Remember to only fans. <laughs> no that, that's fans. all you, Darren. <laughs> yeah. I have seventeen hundred subscribers. On OnlyFans. Yeah. Liar. Anyway, you, you you thought I did though for a second. Really? I was like, "What for, are you doing?" For a minute, I thought he was being true. Yeah, chip and Dale thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, the wheels of remember to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your friends to tell their friends. Yeah, that's all I got. Listen to us, man. Spotify is one of our big ones, and then Apple, and then a whole bunch of others. But just know, Spotify and Apple are the biggest. Like, subscribe, follow, rate, review. And, and leave us a comment on um, whether it's in your review or on one of our social channels. Tell us what you love, what you want to hear us talk about. We're always looking for show ideas. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We appreciate all y'all listening. Thank you. Definitely. Is it too early for flapjacks?